Welcome to our longest day celebration. My name is the Reverend Michael Drew Davis. And over the years, I've had this tradition that in the winter, in December, during winter solstice, which is the longest night of the year, we take a moment of memory of the grieving that individuals feel during the time of the holidays. Because the winter solstice falls so close to the time of Christmas, there's so many people that are full of goodwill and harmony towards all people that sometimes we forget that the holidays isn't always a joyful, festive time for all people. That sometimes the holidays remind us of individuals that we're not celebrating that holiday with anymore. Sometimes we see broken relationships and sometimes we find ourselves in just uniquely terrible places. So we celebrate the longest night with the acknowledgement that sometimes people are in a grieving place. Last year I started a new challenge. June 21st is summer solstice. And summer solstice is the longest day of the year. Now, if we take a moment in December to celebrate the reality of hurts and pains and grieving, we need to counteract it. We need to balance it out. And we need to take an opportunity to meet and pray together and celebrate the other end. That even within the dark clouds, there are silver linings. I'm going to throw all of the all of the puns at you today. All of the things that we use to just make people feel better. But all these things exist. There's a silver lining. There's a place that we have felt hope. There are places that we have experienced joy. There are individuals that we have interacted with that are the beacons of hope in our lives. So it's become my new challenge to celebrate the longest day of the year with the acknowledgement that we have the opportunity to say thank you. To say thank you. For the things that has helped us get to the places we are. Even laced within our grieving are special moments. We don't grieve unless there is an emotional connection of importance that we are longing and missing. We acknowledge that during the acknowledgement of grieving on the longest night. The loved ones. The special memories. The family traditions. There are celebrations laced in our grieving in the longest night. And just as much as we need to allow ourselves to grieve, to process, to feel those feelings of grieving, during this day, I pray, that we take the moment to say, thank you, God, for the tradition. Thank you, God, for the laughter, for the joy, for the memories. Thank you, God, for these dear individuals that have helped me be who I am. Today, as we celebrate the longest day, 
we celebrate the reality of grace. Grace exists within our moments of grieving. Grace is the thing that is Christ's arms holding us so closely and so tightly. Christ's arms wrapped around us, comforting us within our hurts and pains. We can take that comforting grace and transcribe it over to moments of celebration so that we not just feel those hands and arms holding us so tenderly and so caringly in our moments of hurt that we can also feel them lifting us up so that we can get back on our feet and we can do some wonderful, wonderful things through the power of grace and find those smiles once again. There was a point in our lives that we found a focal point that exists within John Wesley's explanation of justifying grace. We, in our lives, can acknowledge the places that we have had needs. It's easy to find those places. The hurts are louder than the joys. The pains are stronger than the celebrations. It's easy to acknowledge the limitations and the holdups and the achings and the longings and the groanings. Sometimes we need to look a little bit harder to find the source of hope that is at times standing right in front of us. Now, I'm a child that was born in the 1970s. I existed within the time frame that this science fiction phenomenon known as Star Wars came to birth. Within my life, the narratives of Han, Luke, Leia, Chewie, R2, CP3O, all exist within my narrative. And within it, the second film, The Empire Strikes Back, shows a narrative of an individual that is in a unique place of need looking for something to help them, but they don't see it because it does not look like what they are looking for. In the second film, The Empire Strikes Back, Skywalker goes to this other planet. (laughs) My memory isn't as great as it used to be. I want to say Dagobah, but it could be wrong. And Pastor Drew Davis at gmail.com, so you can correct me. But Luke Skywalker goes to this distant planet. He is in search of the mighty Jedi warrior Yoda. And the first thing he finds is this small green hermit that is going around stealing his food, eating all of his supplies, eating his rations, And he is standing in front of this annoying green hermit that he wishes that would just go away. Doesn't fit the image of a strong, mighty Jedi warrior that would exist in Luke's mind. But he is standing face to face, annoyed by the help that he's looking for. When I think about the celebration of the longest day and looking for the things that help us pull ourselves out 
of the grieving that we acknowledge, that we feel, that we interact with on the longest night. And we have to. But the things that pull us out of those mud pits sometimes are the things that are annoying us, that are weighing us down, that frustrate us. They don't look like the answers that we have been looking for. Sometimes they are the small green hermit that we wish would just go away. But the annoyances are making us stronger. The frustrations are making us better people. And sometimes we realize that the solutions that we are looking for sometimes are the anchors that prohibit us from finding the answers that we actually need. Then we experience the mighty Jedi warrior that is the small green hermit annoying us. Let's go back to the longest night with that explanation. Our aches and pains exist in two different ways. They either become the anchors that hold us down, or our aches and pains become the tools that build us up to find the next step of our lives. As I exist in the moments of my longest day, the moments of my celebrations, I think about everything that once upon a time existed in my life as a hindrance. Now, I've shared some of these things with you before. Within the lineage of my own personal history, dealing with learning disabilities, dealing with dyslexia in my life, during growing up through the years, I've had to deal with the reality that me and reading in public isn't always a great thing. The words jump around, they become in balance. So within living with that limitation, the grieving, the frustration that comes with that comes two opportunities. One is to give up and just be with it, or the other is to find ways to work around that and develop a new tool. Once upon a time when I worked with adults with developmental disabilities, I was a life skills teacher. There was a phrase that they were trying to make the phrase for individuals dealing with learning limitations, and it was differently abled. I was always a big fan of that word, differently abled, instead of disabled, because we have limitations that exist in our lives, but if we begin to acknowledge and grow with the things that we see as limitations, we see the different opportunities that exist to do things differently, to exist in our lives in a new way. When we look at the light of hope that exists in the longest days of our lives, we exist within a challenge that even though we may not grow or change a limitation, we can definitely do something different and make another ability stronger. Where that I deal with reading issues. Have you ever seen me holding a piece of paper during these video sermons? There developed another talent, another skill. 
another opportunity, pushing memories to exist, to have knowledge on multiple different topics. Everything from Jesus Christ to the disciples to Luke and Yoda, even though I can't remember where Dagobah is, all the way to the lineage of the NWA World Heavyweight Champions. There's all this information floating around in my mind to where I may not be able to read the notes. I am differently able to trust my outline and differently able to trust the knowledge that exists in this nugget that God has put in there to share a message with you. And I may not be reading from something in front of you, but I have the trust of sharing what God puts in my heart and lays on my mind. The longest night is acknowledging the hurts. The longest days is becoming differently abled that we may not repair or resolve the things that are hurting us, but we have learned how to live and exist in a new way, to do new and exciting things, to celebrate joys that exist because the hurts helped us see who we can truly be. We become differently abled in spirit. We become differently abled in the confidence of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we go out and serve. When we stop looking for the answers we want to find, and we see the annoying green hermit for what it truly is, the teacher that's changing and molding and shaping us, helping us become who we will be, then we will see the real answers, and we can celebrate the joy and the greatness of the longest day. I'm going to leave you with one last image. And it's what I celebrate with the longest day. And with the celebration of the longest day, it exists within the reality and the importance of acknowledging the longest night. Acknowledging the aches and pains. Now before I share this, I always make this phrase. And I always lay this preface out. I do not believe that God makes bad things happen to make us grow. I'm going to say that again. I do not believe that God makes bad things happen to make us grow. But I do believe that we can grow from the bad things that happen in our lives. Those are two completely different phrases. I am not contradicting myself. I do not believe that God makes bad things happen for us to grow. And I believe that we can grow from the bad things that happen in our lives. Now here's the final narrative. With that preface. There's an old man sitting on a porch and he has a pocket knife. And he's scraping away a piece of wood. And all through his house are these beautiful wood carvings. And the old man's grandchild comes over and says, Grandpa, how long have you been, been doing this? And his answer has been, my entire life. So all these things are so beautiful. How do you know how to do it? You don't have a how-to kit. You don't have a map. You don't have directions anywhere. 
All I ever see you do is just rub your knife against a piece of wood, and then eventually this beautiful art comes. How do you do that? And the grandfather responds back to the grandson. All I'm doing is removing everything that doesn't look like the masterpiece. I'm just removing everything that doesn't look like the masterpiece. We are these beautiful pieces of clay that God has. And where that I do not believe that God makes bad things happen for us to grow, I do believe that God exists with us in the bad moments of our lives and enables us to work through the pieces that don't look like the masterpiece. I believe that God enables us to, when we live with the pieces of the art that that can't be changed, when we have the pieces that are there and they're permanent, I believe that God helps us add on in other ways so that we can still become with the imperfections, become the masterpiece that God wants us to be. I want you to hold on to that imagery as we celebrate the longest day. That even with our imperfections, God can help us move towards being the masterpiece. And sometimes it's the imperfections that make us the most beautiful of them all. So there we are. Our celebration of the longest day. My name is the Reverend Michael Drew Davis. It is my blessing to be the pastor of North Coast United Methodist Church at 1501 Kelly Street in Oceanside, California. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. God is love. Amen. As we've moved into our time of offering, we'd like to have the opportunity to get to know you. Please email us at ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And if you've been enjoying our services online, please email us. Please say hello. Again, that's ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And also, if you'd like to give to our church, please go to northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Again, that's northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Thank you for joining us.